So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, everybody. What's up? This is O.L. and... This is Sway. Yes, and welcome to Married Pernod Life Podcast. This is episode number 11. Yes, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about when to break to avoid burnout. Yes, that's a huge, huge issue. And there's definitely signs um, of burnout uh, that we can listen to. And we know from experience after (laughs) we would have break burnout after burnout after burnout, like back to back to back. And it's just not a good look. Um, It's very challenging um, to actually get anything done, as you know. Um, But the great thing is, I don't know if I say great thing. The crazy thing is that when when you enjoy what you do and you're very focused and driven it's difficult to actually put all that down because you feel like if I don't do it now then it's not going to get done and then that you're just constantly chasing after this ever ever ending never ending to-do list absolutely see here's the thing about burnout burnout is never all of a sudden it doesn't just boom happen but literally it's brewing underneath the surface for a longer period of time Mm -hmm. because there are things that we have done we as marypreneurs as entrepreneurs have done Mm -hmm. to or have not done rather to allow ourselves to be able to let go and to release Mm -hmm. some of that stress and so it's very very important that we do that so here's the big problem marypreneurs fail to take breaks and therefore they're more prone to burnout due to extreme passion and high levels of uncertainty Mm -hmm. now we were doing some research. Who said that? You said that? Not me. But I found <laughs> that according to HBR or Hardness, Hard, Harvard <laughs> Business <laughs> Review, <laughs> that this can cause blame shifting towards your spouse. Burnout yes. never just yes. happens. Yes. And here's the thing. Because you're so passionate, because you love what it is that you're doing, because you're going after it with everything you've got, mm-hmm. you tend to forget to eat, forget to sleep, forget to um, nurture the marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So when we're talking about this, um, burnout never just it never just happens. Um, there are some things that I believe the best way to handle it is to prevent it, like get in front of it, right? Yep. Um, so what we promise you all today is this. We're going to promise you that we're, you're going to walk away with ways to prevent burnt burnout, ways to recognize burnout coming from miles away, like Having the eyes to see what's ahead, so you go the other way, as a um, a proverb says, a fool just stays there when they see trouble, but a wise person goes the other way. So we want to go the other way than just um, staying there and allowing burnout to come and take over our whole life. Absolutely. Now right. we've experienced this. We've been on right. the other side of this, so we can right. tell you, listen, we've experienced burnout that was both emotional and physical, yeah. and ultimately, I mean, it hurt our business, it hurt our revenues, and mm-hmm. more importantly, mm-hmm. it really hurt our marriage. Now here's the thing: yeah. when you get to a place of burnout. It's not something as simply taking a nap, but literally it goes, well, let me put it this way. It takes a while to recover from that. I mean, I can remember times where, um, you know, um, even seeing you in a place of burnout and it would take you almost a week to bounce back. I mean, that's a week of like real rest though. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're trying to like rest. run a business and rest and, you know, change. And sometimes when you, because, you know, burnout doesn't happen just overnight, like you just said. So recovering from it doesn't just happen overnight. And exactly. um, when we talked about earlier, this is our second time recording this podcast because we don't know where the first one went. It's like in somewhere in cyberspace. So anyway, when we <laughs> talked about it the first time when we recorded this, um, and we're talking about this, the, the difference between exhaustion and burnout. Yeah, so like right? it's one thing to be like, you know, to work so hard to put in 12 hours for a day and or 12 hours, 14 hours, whatever for the day. And then you're just out of it. You're tired, right? Well, that just means you mm-hmm. probably need to, you know, take a nice bath, get something to eat mm-hmm. and get a nice night of sleep. Mm-hmm. That's exhaustion. And yes. that you can overcome in eight hours of rest. Yes. But when we're talking about burnout, burnout you could go to sleep for eight hours. Yeah. You could take a nice steamy shower. Yeah. You could have some nice food, go to sleep, mm-hmm. and still wake up tired because really mm-hmm. burnout is a depletion of your soul. Yes. Oh, that's deep. Burnout is a depletion of your soul. I don't want my soul to be depleted, though. <laughs> like, that's kind of deep. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I, I, I remember those times being like on bed rest just because I was burned out. And, and the thing, the crazy pro- thought process is, is, thought process is um that you think that if you like you can actually get it all done like we think in our in our human mind and our humanity that we can just get everything done and like no time and um and, and take on all these responsibilities and feel things that we feel like we have to do so we we're constantly creating this cycle so i don't i mean it's good to see danger coming from far far away before you know it comes up on you and overtakes you but it's another thing it's even better to change how you think about what it is that you do because if you don't, what it is is that you'll just create the same cycle. You Absolutely, know, going and burnout that. can be cyclical. And yeah. so here's the thing: listen, you know, um, I can tell you, I can tell you, for us, mm-hmm. you know, we spent the last several years um, investing in our personal life, personal development, as well as business development. Which has definitely yielded amazing dividends. Yeah. Um, and it's helped us really to get peace in our marriage and better communication, which ultimately translates to mm-hmm. higher productivity and profitability yeah. in the business. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. Listen, burnout, you heard us say it before, it's never all of a sudden. It's It, it brews long before it bursts. Yeah. So here are three simple solutions um, that we found, that we've discovered, that have worked for us, that will help you to mm-hmm. both detect and to prevent mm-hmm. burnout. So mm-hmm. here it goes. Now, number one, you got to be honest about what bothers you. You're talking about with each other. In with each other, in the, yes. In the yes. business, yeah. Between the two of you, you have yeah. to be honest about what bothers you. And you have to look for triggers of frustration. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you right now that oftentimes it's not the trigger that's the problem. Mm-hmm. But it's something that happens that actually is taking the top off or pulling the cap off the bigger issue. And so um, I actually call this the um, avalanche effect. So like if you've ever seen people who were skiing, right? Mm -hmm. And then maybe um, they're in some remote part of the snowy mountain. And then all of a sudden a loud sound goes off. Mm. And then now you have all this miles of snow cascading down, Mm. which puts everybody below at the bottom of the hill in danger because something triggered a loud or the, or the loud sound was the trigger mm-hmm. that caused this massive avalanche that's what happens between the two of you it's not the loud sound or the argument but it's all the stuff that was pinned up that yeah. you never talked about that you weren't honest about wow. that all of a sudden 
the breaking point happens, and then boom, there's an avalanche of emotion, an avalanche of what I call an avalanche of anger, actually, and it just comes cascading down. If you've ever found yourself in your marriage saying, where did all that come from? Right. That's because... Not the trigger, but because there was something else. And I remember for us, you know, we were both working so hard, working, being so diligent in our businesses, and we were focused on different things. At the time, we weren't really per se working together as a business. We kind of had our business separate. So, like, you would be in your corner, I would be in my corner, and we were extremely busy. And what ended up happening was there was a period of time where I pulled away from... um, you know, handling the household budget, I pulled away from it. You started to pick it up. And then all of a sudden, it felt like the weight of managing the household funds was shifting towards you and I wasn't doing it. And then what ended up happening was there was a lack of leadership on my part, which became problematic for us. Can I just speak to that? I think that's, yeah, that's true what you said. But I think just to give context to it um, for everyone, when we got married, you know, roles change throughout the years and seasons change. But one of the things that's remained consistent is what you've said to me. You always said, you know, if you just want to keep me happy, just make sure I'm fed, right? And so I'm always like, you hungry? You hungry? I'm always like thinking. And the moment you get hungry or you get kind of irritable, I'm like, man, all I got to do is keep you fed. That's simple enough. I should just do that, right? And so... Anyway, um, one of the things that I've said when we got first got married that it's it's pretty still pretty pretty much true is if you could just take on the role of just um, leading in the budgeting for our family and then I'll support in that manner because I felt like you know I was coming home from or I was working from home anyway but you know what I mean but like <laughs> to coming home taking my CEO hat off on only to come back and like do some more like work stuff and it felt like work without leaving like I never felt like I never left work so anyway so for me once we had that understanding of what each other each other needed and what the expectations were concerning different things that was just a big big thing for me because I was like if you could just do this this would just be everything to me because all different with my staffing company with my consultancy it was just a lot and then to be like budget still like all of that a lot. So I was like, I'm more than happy to help, but like leading it, I can't even do it. It's just too much. So um, we were cool with that. And so when it came to the point where that changed without us even talking about it, and then, you know, somebody has to pick it up and me picking up the slack without actually verbalizing, I don't like this. I already told you that I don't like this. I feel being, you know, taken advantage of or something's not being um, communicated with me. Like it just felt, felt wrong to me. So but instead of me saying that, like being mature about it, I started to have that create that whole avalanche effect inside of myself. And so I find myself I found myself being short with you in particular. I have found myself um, just being easily frustrated and impatient and just not not a good wife. You know, it just wasn't a healthy place. And so. And just came to the point where I had to ask myself, why am I feeling this way about this man? And I would have conversations in my head about him, about you, and um, you weren't even there. So then when you did say something to me in real life, I responded as if we just had that real conversation that was in my head. And so it just wasn't healthy, right? And so I had to really check myself and say, what is really going on, girl? Because I didn't even realize what it was at first. I just knew I was frustrated. And when I sat down and thought about it, I was like oh, this is what I'm feeling. And then I was able to come to you and say, this is what's going on. This is what I don't like. This is how I'm feeling. We need to change it, Mm -hmm. right? And so that helped a great deal because otherwise I was headed quickly to burnout. Quick, quick, quick to burnout. So that was was huge for me. Yep, so now number two brings us to you got to take daily getaway or or, or have daily pleasures. Now, for me, um, we no longer live in an area like we used to where there was just an abundance of Chick-fil-A's. And for me... Having the 
you know, just taking a break from time to time, whether it was, you know, a couple times a week or what have you, where I could go and get me a Chick-fil-A milkshake because they make the best. <laughs> um, for me, that was such a getaway and such a pleasure for whatever, $3.85 or whatever it was. And so I thoroughly enjoyed that. I don't get to do that as much now. I've tended to or have seemed to replace Chick-fil-A milkshakes mm-hmm. with coffee. But nonetheless, um, you've got to find something for you, whether it's watching funny videos on YouTube That's for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> Funny videos. I think it's your thing too. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, there's nothing like that. So it's just very important that you, that, that, that each of us as, as, as Marypreneurs, that we have that thing that's healthy, that's appropriate, that actually allows us to sort of have a moment of getaway. Because that moment of getaway will help you go a long way. Yeah. All right? I also think, though, it's good to have a list of what you want, like what those outs are. I call them outs, what you need and how you spell relief. Like if it's, you know, the YouTube videos, if it's reading, if for me it may be going to the city to take a dance class, whatever it may be. And, and when that time comes when you realize, okay, I feel myself getting short. I feel myself becoming impatient. What is it? I think the first thing is to realize what it is. And sometimes it's just life. It's sometimes just a lot of things coming at one time. Um, and even in those times, it's important to have that downtime. And then other times when it's something that you can just really address within yourself and with your spouse, you address that. But then even still, I think it's important to have those little getaways, like you just said. And But you need to have, you need to be prepared for it. You can't just be like, I just need some downtime. But what does downtime really look like for you? What is that? How do you get revived? How do you get refreshed? And then having a list of different things you can pick and choose from. So you're ready for it when it comes. Absolutely. And the third thing you want to do is you want to speak your spouse's love language. Now, there's at least five love languages, right? Mm -hmm. But the one that I think that would really work for just about anybody would be... I mean, we said random acts of kindness, but it's actually not random. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be random to the person, but it's calculated by you. Mm-hmm. But a random act of kindness goes a long way with your spouse. And this is what we call making daily deposits. So mm-hmm. like as an example, the other day, normally you make breakfast. I decided to step in and make breakfast, take that off of your plate. And that's really what a random act of kindness is. Amazing. It could be something that your spouse normally does. Even if it's something that they normally enjoy doing, but it's something that they normally do. And you decide that you'll take that task off of their hands, whether Mm -hmm. it's for that day or Mm -hmm. for that week. You'll take that task off of their hands Mm -hmm. and put it in your hands and relieve them of that responsibility. Even something as small as that can Mm -hmm. go a long way Mm -hmm. for your spouse. And something to piggyback on that was I remember one of our uh, counseling sessions with our um, marriage counselor, she was just saying that's a great thing, to, of course, to do those random acts of kindness, just strategic acts of kindness right. with your spouse. <laughs> um, but then not just to do them, but to communicate to them, I'm doing this. Um, I want like I want to make breakfast for you this morning because I love you and I appreciate you and I see that you're still, you know, you're working out over here. You do it every other morning, so mm-hmm. I just want to give you an off day. Is that okay with you? <laughs> you know, like one of our business coaches, Russell says, is it okay if I over-deliver? Is it okay if we over-deliver? Yep. Right, so just really like making that all the way plain versus just like doing it, but really expressing, that goes back to the communicating part, is expressing why you're doing it, that you're doing it, you're intentionally doing it, and it not, it's not just like, oh, I just thought of you only, but really, I'm thinking of you because you work so hard and you do this, and I want to make sure that I show you how much I appreciate you. That right there, y'all, that just takes it up a whole nother notch. Trust and believe. He just took a bite of his um blueberry muffin. Blueberry muffin. Absolutely. So like Gratitude goes a long way. So just to recap, guys, <laughs> yes. want to make sure that you really, really grasp this. You want to be honest about what bothers you. Yes. You want to know your triggers of frustration and then yep. the source of that trigger. That's number yes. one. Yes. Number two, your daily getaway. What are your pleasures? Yep. Number three, speak your spouse's love language. 
And often. it include, yes, often strategic acts of kindness. Yes. And tell them why you're doing it. Tell them how much you appreciate them. And this is what you want to do to give them and show them how much you love them. So if you all are enjoying this time together, have enjoyed it together, and are going to continue to enjoy uh, the time with us, make sure you check us out. If you're listening on iTunes, make sure you're subscribed. You have subscribed. Or make sure you rate. Yes, and, and rate, review. And review. All three of those will be amazing. Okay, and then share it with other folks too. If you're listening other places, let us know uh, your feedback as well. And you all have an amazing day together. All right, peace out. Want more winning tips for your marriedpreneur life? If so, then go get your copy of our free Marriedpreneur Life Quick Start Guide. You can grab your free guide at M as in married, L as in life, quick start. Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless maripreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are maripreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.